Yo. Yo, Steve, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? Man, nothing, dog. I was just sitting, sitting here wondering, uh, wondering what's going on with these horn frogs, bro. Uh, <laughs> they don't want to be famous. They don't want to be famous. No. Uh-oh. Oh, man. What you got? Wanna... Hey, you got that music going on. Wait. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, minute. Hey. Yeah. This is going to be the worst purple rain that I talk about. TCU Horn Frogs, yeah, one and three we talk about. We didn't win these games. I don't even know. <laughs> capital T. C. Capital R. Capital A. Capital S. Capital H. Damn. Our new, our new nickname is Oscar the Grouch because we live in the trash can. Nah, I see. I can't go that way on us. I can't go that way. Uh, on us. We ain't got no fight, man. We ain't got no fight. I love that. Hey, hold on one second. I'm gonna try it one more time with Josh. Let me try it one more time, and then yeah. we'll just we'll just keep going. Yo, Josh, make it. Let's see. Let's see. See, he said he was on. Hey, man, I'm kind of. I'm not, not, I mean, just shout out. I'm kind of digging this little Wayne album the more and more I like listen to it. Oh, the know? Carter Five? Yeah. Dude, yeah. You know what? I'm revisiting the Drake album. Oh, the Drake album is funny, dog. Remember when Bro. Dean was trying to tell me all that stuff about it? I was like, nah, man. Nah. Bro, you know what? I watched The Shot. Uh, do you ever watch that show on HBO? Yeah. With LeBron James show? And like, I'm I only, just watched... I'm only into the first episode to don't oh, give Oh, man. I think yeah. they just released the second episode, and the second episode has Drake on it. Yeah. He speaks about the little beef with Kanye and the good music click. This dude, Kanye, man. Oh. But, like, Drake speaks on it, and I was kind of like, wow, man. Like, he took the high road, and I'm actually, like, I'm actually with Drake. On the high road. Yeah. You heard what Michelle said, right? What who said? Michelle says. Michelle Michelle Obama? Michelle Obama. When they go low, we go high. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I really like it's amazing to see because like I mean him and LeBron are really, really close. But he was like, I I made a diss album. I was driving home and I and I texted LeBron and all he said to LeBron was like, I hope you're not upset with me. And LeBron was like, as a hip-hop head, I would never be upset with, like, the beef or whatnot. Like, I, I selfishly want that. But then he was like, the only other thing he said to him was, like, you're my little bro. Like, I could never be upset with you. And he, he, he decided on his own, like, I'm not going to release this because I don't want it to go to that place that it went to. But I was like, dang. I came up with that and I was like, wow, I have immense respect for Drake. Yeah. Immense respect for Drake. 100%. You know? Well, I don't know if Josh is gonna make it. Here, let's see. I'm gonna tell him. Let me let me text him here. Call in. Not sure what happened. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. I, I'm gonna cut it. I like the I like the stuff before, but yeah, no. I mean, it's uh, no. You should, that, you should let that run, man. Put it purple on. rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Hey. A yeah. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. What? Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Say. Uh, thank you guys. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Purple Rain Podcast. We are back. I got my boy Steven Cali Walton, Coach Steven, these days. I gotta say that, man, because you, yeah, you hit me with the uh, I'm I'm looking over video, I'm looking over, I'm only looking over game film. I was like, okay, well, no, yeah, Max. So, for those of you who aren't following the Garden Grove Bulldogs, we won our first playoff game 
uh, last Saturday against uh, Long Beach 49ers. This Saturday we're playing uh, playing the Orange Chiefs, who we beat candidly in a match already. But we know that the biggest game that we're gonna where it's gonna matter for us is gonna be four to five down four to five weeks down the road. So we've already started installing offense and defensive uh, schemes for that game that's four to five weeks out, and we're watching more and more film on this team just so we can make sure we have everything that we can you know just put the kids in the best position. You know what I mean? So that's something that I take lightly. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a pleasure I'm having a ton of fun doing it. Kids are growing. And my uglies are better than anybody else's uglies. So, <laughs> what you got? You got the defensive line. You got the big uglies up front. I got I got the linebackers and the running backs. Oh man, they ain't ugly, man. The linebackers and the running backs—they get all—they get all the chicks. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> they get all the chicks, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's yours truly, D. Harris. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. Man, Steve. Um, man, let's, just, let's go into it. I mean, it's uh. Burm, burm. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's TCU versus OU week, which is always a crazy week. We'll go back. Uh, we'll talk about that game. But, um, man, halfway mark through the season, TCU versus Texas Tech played last Thursday. I've got my notes. Steve, what did you think about that game, man? Um, okay. I really want to ask somebody in that locker room, do you give a fuck? Like, do you care? Because I didn't see anybody willing to fight, you know, getting pissed off. You know, I just didn't see that chip on the shoulder, dog in the fight kind of a mentality that we usually have. Um, you know, I mean, I watched, the, I watched that game and I was just like, this is not what I expected. You know, I did not expect us to walk out of there with a loss. Um, well, that's first off. I, did, I also I didn't. didn't I also didn't there with the loss. Also, didn't expect us to have three losses going into what essentially should have been the deciding factor for the number one seed in the Big Twelve. Right. Right. Naturally. Naturally. I mean, I. I, I didn't think. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't walk into that game thinking we would come out with a loss. I gotta agree with you on that, though. Like, who is? We've said this a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna bring this up, like. Uh, a little bit later, but like we said, this like who is that dude? Who's that dude on this team that is like, nah, this is not right. This is not TCU football. This is not how we play. Like who, who cares in that locker room? Like mm-hmm. you put it in a very diplomatic way. I mean, what you want to say is who gives a bleep? Yeah, like yeah. who gives a f? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I thought that would be in this game based on what he did last year. You know, I, thinking he'd be a vocal leader. Then I thought. Uh, Big Ben coming off the edge might have a voice, or you know, I think I think that's not Ty. Ty Summers isn't that kind of a guy, like a rah rah guy. I think he's more my actions will speak, you know, through play versus the more than my words ever could. Yeah, right. But there's got to be somebody back there sounding the alarm off, saying, "Hey, maybe it's Garrett Wallow. He just doesn't have he hasn't figured out how to." You know who was missing? Role. You know who was missing that game was Nico Small. I don't know if Nico Small is that guy. But but uh, I mean that's a strong safety and in the four two five you gotta have that strong safety. I mean that's that that's at your edge. I thought Ennis Gaines was that guy too. Ennis Gaines he might still be that guy. I mean he might be that dude. Uh, but I, early in the second quarter or early in the third quarter it looked like he went out with an injury. I my notes and and, and I didn't I, I I'll let you get back in here. I just it was just sloppy. 
Yeah. The game was sloppy. I wrote sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Here's what too, else I have. Too many penalties, too many fumbles, too little push. No push, you know. Here's what else I got. I've had enough of the Sean Robinson experiment. Wow. You think so? Man, he's playing outside of the system. And when mm. you do that, it's not healthy, right? I get I'm totally okay sitting him on the bench for the next one or two games. Let the let the uh, guy from Penn State, uh, come, not Penn State, but University of Pennsylvania, come in to get some love. Let him sit back and watch the game. Maybe it'll slow down for him, you know. Um, but I don't think we're giving – we're not – I don't think with Sean Robinson we're putting our best right now. You know, Coach P said that a couple of weeks ago. I think it was after the Ohio State game. He said, you know, maybe Sean Robinson would 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 benefit from coming off the field a couple of series and just looking at the looking at the field from the sidelines perspective. Yeah. Coach Cumbie, Coach Cumbie hasn't really done that. And I don't know how I feel. I mean, I I I like the idea of giving, you know, he, I, I was gonna read some headlines. Uh Star Telegram did a headline. TCU is off to a three to three start. It begs the question. Is this 2013 all over again? I don't know if you've been following the Purple Rain podcast, but that's what we've been preaching all season. Like, you know, like stick with stick with Sean Robinson. Trayvon Boykin went through his little growing pains. Like, you know, they all they all go through their growing pains. Um, what was the other headline that I saw? Um, you know, it, it everything of like just it's throwing the throwing the towel at the wind. Like it or not, win over TCU likely guarantees coach bro. <laughs> Talking about Cliff Gainsbury, another season. Uh, I think I saw a headline that was uh, Monday morning quarterback. The season's over. The offense is failing. I, I, I'm, I, um, Let me ask I, you this. Do you agree with all those headlines? I don't in the sense that I think Sean Robinson is a guy that has all of the talent in the world. So you're saying you saying he doesn't have the tools? Or you saying he doesn't have the people? Let me, let, me, let me let you go ahead and finish. I think – no, no, no. I'm glad that you asked me that question. Um, I don't know if he has the pieces. And, and, and I challenged the offensive line last week. I don't know if he has the pieces to really let him – let his skill set flourish, if, 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 if I could say that, if we're doing a debate. Um, so offensive- you're telling me he doesn't have better weapons? You're telling me – at this current juncture, he he the weapons that he has right are not better um, are are less than what Trayvon had. I, I so I've been thinking about this. It's not the weapons. The weapon TCU is loaded in terms of weaponry. Okay. What Trayvon Boykin had in 2013 was he had an offensive line that could go and, like, go and give a push. He had Raymond James. He had, he had running backs that could go and get the three and a half, four yards that you need to move the chains, right? Okay. I don't see that. And last week I, I, I did a decree for this offensive line. It's gut check time. It's gut check time. Texas Tech, we knew what they were going to come, come, at, come at us with. It's the same thing Iowa State, same thing Texas came with. Here's the thing that I'm upset about. Texas Tech put three down linemen and, and we eight, couldn't stop it. And eight eight guys yeah. in the backfield, and we could not run the ball. ball. We couldn't yeah. run the ball, and not all of it's on the offensive linemen. We couldn't protect the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you know who else? Run, you know who else runs three down linemen, right? 
Oklahoma? No, West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia, but Oklahoma does too. Uh, well, yeah. at least nobody knows Oklahoma now with Ruffin McNeil running the game. But but uh, but that was a three four. That was a three four defense that Oklahoma's yeah. always run on us. Yeah. And I didn't get it. I mean, for for pass block, pass blocking, I get you step back. But it seemed they stepped back, and three linemen were still able. Three linemen and a blitz were still able to get to Sean Robinson and cause some sort of disruption, or at the very least, Sean Robinson throwing off his back foot. Yeah. Three down linemen. I, I you know, when we when we when we changed the play to a run, we couldn't get a push. Yeah. Linebackers would come in, and and it, so I don't know. I. I don't know. I mean, that's a very interesting question that you brought up. Is it? Is it? I don't think it's time to give up on Sean Robinson. But yeah, you're right. I, I a note I had for for the podcast today. Does does Coach Pete? He he said in the he said in the post game notes. Do do I need to step in and maybe let Michael Collins go ahead and get a couple get a couple reps? Because Comfy was sticking by his guy, which I like. I like that. But I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Is the Fuck that. And my other question that I had for you too is 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 Cumbie's offense too predictable? Uh, I think so. I think Doug Doug Meacham needs to come back quick. Like I know that we've got um, Coach Looper's, you know, the, one of the coordinators now as well, running back coach, yeah, Curtis Looper. But um, it just looks. It, I shouldn't be able to sit on TV. You know, granted, I have a high, I have a high level football IQ, but I shouldn't be able to sit down on the TV and say the play that's coming. Right, right. You know, like we're very predictable, and like again, we throw the deep ball when we need it. We don't throw the deep ball just to throw to it surprise them. To, to surprise, surprise them, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it's just weird. I mean, like, like I, I, I Coach Company's done a lot of great things for this university. He's done a lot of great things for this offense. Absolutely. But the the outside screen pass just to be a run play. No. I don't know. I mean, you've got to use that. Like you said, you've got to use that as a weapon of surprise. You know, and I think for me, it all starts up front. If you can't, if you can't control the line of scrimmage and at least get three and a half, four yards, then you can't use the screen pass on the outside as a, as a weapon. I, I saw Texas Tech cornerbacks staying five, seven yards off us and saying, put everything in front of us. Yeah. And, 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 and try to beat us. So I don't know. It, it is is Cumbie predictable, or is it that we can't get that push, that surge that we need at the front of the line? I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I think you're going to see a new. Uh, I think this week you're going to see a lot of things that we haven't seen, uh, meaning a new quarterback. Um, I think you're also going to see the offense change as well. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be so depressing about this whole situation, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? Well, I, will, I put, I, will, I, put the, I mean, I put that on the offense. You put the onus. You put. I mean, well, I think that's what most TCU fans are doing. You you got to put the onus on the offense. Because here's my other note: great defense. Coach great. P is Coach P is still Coach P. You hold Texas Tech to 17 points. You should be able to beat Texas Tech. Yeah. In any year, you hold Texas Tech 17 points. I mean, that goes back to the great white hit. That goes back to uh, when Graham Harrell was the quarterback. That, yeah. Like, when you hold Texas Tech to, seven, to, to, to less than 20 points, a TCU offense should be able to go out there, walk out who they are, and put up above 20 points. Yep. But you look at, you look at kind of this offensive attrition. Uh, 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 UT, we put up. 
16 points, 14 points, 17 points. Iowa State, we put up 17 points. Texas Tech, we put up 14 points. And we win one one of those games. (laughs) Like, that's just not, you know what I mean? That's just not, that's not cutting it. But, um, you know, we'll look for, here's the other thing too. We usually always talk about the Big 12. Here's the Big 12. Here's the picture of the Big 12. Still winnable. Or are still, it's just, it's these next three games that we have. We're halfway through the season. These next three games, we've got OU. What do we have? Um, we got OU. We've got West Virginia. Uh, um, OU. Then we West play Kansas. And then we play, uh, no, Kansas State. I think these next three games are, pri- are, are, are pivotal. Who, who are we? We figure out who we are. Because then the last three games are West Virginia, a Baylor team that's beatable, and an Oklahoma State team that's beatable. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're still you're, yeah, we gotta hope the cards are fall right as well. We gotta hope the, we we gotta hope the chips fall right. But I think yeah. this week if we could beat an OU team, which brings us down to TCU versus OU, um, if we can beat the OU team, then it, OU's coming to the Carter. Can we protect the Carter? It's been eight games in a row we won in the Carter, except for this Texas <laughs> Texas Tech comes in and they beat us seventeen to fourteen. Which again, Coach what. P, perfect game plan. I'll tell you this. The game that TCU needs to play this Saturday is not TCU versus OU. It's TCU versus TCU. Dang, yeah, you're right. Like wow. it's it's gonna and that and that's as simple as I can make keep this thing. It's not what they're gonna do, it's what we're gonna do. Like yeah. it's and that's what it is. I mean I mean, I look at Coach P, I think Coach P is preaching the same thing, you know, like, hey fellas, we're not out of this, we're not out of the fight. You know, it's all about getting back up. You know what I mean? Putting your britches on and go to work. You know, I mean, I think, um, I don't want to say if the school or Coach P or the kids, you know, lost focus with Coach P's mother passing away, because I don't think he would allow that. Mm. But there may have been some distractions. Maybe there's some distractions going on inside the locker room that we're not aware about. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, you know what I mean? See, but, it's, but it's like you said, it goes back to do you care? Um, yeah. Coach P's mom passed. Hey, we're going to win go win. Coach P. Yeah. We're going to win this game for Coach P. We're going to win this man. Coach P said both his parents, his father passed away earlier this year, mother passed away. You know, I, I, who in that locker room is like, no, we're going to win. We're going to send Coach P out on, on, on that winning streak. Not, not out forever, but I'm just saying, like, we're going to win this. Both, Coach P said in the, in the Star Telegram, both his parents are big Tom Frog fans. They're rooting for these guys. So who, you know, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who's got that chip on that shoulder? Um, man, I think that's a perfect segue into TCOU. I mean, how, 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 does, how does TCU – I love what you said. TCU's got to play TCU because there's, not, there's nobody that's got that chip on that shoulder that says this is not TCU football. I think all the fans say it, me and you say it, but who in that locker room's like, hey, we gotta go out, we gotta play these dudes. Cause if TCU doesn't beat TCU, TCU has the ability to beat OU. hundred percent. And that's my question to you. How does TCU you this, beat OU? I'll tell you this. It starts by Gary went back to watch OU versus Iowa. Gary's coming out with Gary a game watched, plan that's amazing. Yeah, Gary we went back that. and watched OU versus Iowa State. He also watched that Texas film. Right, Texas played us. Texas played us very, very much the same 
the way they play that play that OU team, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now again, keys are always got to get off the field on third down, but we have got to uh, score on every possession. If it's a field goal, if it's if it's three points or if it's seven points, we've got to get every point that we can. If you notice Texas when they got inside that twenty. Something happened. They got blood hungry. Like they were not walking out of those uh, outside of that red zone without any points. They kept putting points up because OU is that electric and they can go that quick. They can. They can. Yeah. So I'll tell you this too. I, I, I think Gary watched. Here's why I think Gary Patterson takes over some of not, not, not the play calling for the offense, but some decision making for the offense. Because I watched that Texas Tech game. There were times. It was third and maybe five or third and seven. And I feel, and I don't know, it's just a feeling. Again, I'm not in the locker room, I'm not in the huddle. But I feel like Cumbie was trying to get very pretty with the play calling. Yeah. There were times when I was like, hey, they're expecting a pass play. Let's go run the ball. Let's get five yards, run the ball. Yeah. And I, I, I was expecting Gary to go in the, off, go in the huddle and be like, no, nah, I need a run play. And then if we don't get this run play, then we'll do a pass play. Or let's get two plays called. Yeah. I think Gary's looking at, for me, the Army game. Or we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Army took OU into overtime. Yeah. Army controlled the ball. I mean, I think it was 34, 43 minutes of that game. Army controlled the ball for a crazy amount of that game. I agree with you. And they don't have half a tell that OU. Not to put anybody down with the Army because I, Army you know, and I get, you know, those guys are going to go serve our country, and I thank you for what they do, but they do not have that same talent pool. They don't have the same talent we have. Exactly. UT, UT to me, it was the same It was the same game plan. I like that. I like what you said, the same game plan they ran against us. But UT's offensive game plan, when they got inside the 20, they ran Shane Bichelle to the right every single time and scored on it. Three, yeah. three times down in the red zone, they were running the ball to the right, and they scored on it. I think – if Gary's watching this and if there's a time to take over the offense, um, I think it's, hey, run the ball on them. They're, they're looking for pass. Throw, show, them pass show them pass formation, and let's just let's stuff it down their throat. Um, because that's what OU seems susceptible to. But at the same time, you've also got to remember, I'm talking to my OU friends. I'm from Oklahoma, so I, I got some friends for OU, and they've been, they've been clamoring at the bit for a Mike Stoops firing. And after that Texas game, they got it. Ruffin McNeil, you got to remember, Ruffin McNeil took over after Mike Leach was fired at Texas Tech. Lincoln Riley was his guy, the offensive coordinator. Ruffin McNeil is always known as a player coach. Gets players fired up and amped up to play. They've had a week off. Now they come in and they play TCU in Amon Carter Stadium. Does that maybe give them the wild card? Or do, does TCU still have the wild Playing at home. Yeah, I mean, maybe OU. Mitchell Collins is that wild card. I still, I still see that he's got to be more confident in stepping up and making those throws. But if he can, I, I mean, this offense, we've got the weapons. We're using a tight end. It's just every time Sean Robinson's throw, like this last week, Sean Robinson throws to the tight end off his back foot, gets intercepted in the end zone off our first drive. You Sean throws I mean? a lot of shit off his back foot. I mean, that yeah. that needs that needs to stop too. Yeah. So. Okay, so then we'll say this. How does three keys, oh, TCU beats OU if they do this? Get off the field My on questions. third down. Get yes. off the field on third down. Yes. Run the ball. Get a special team score and sit Sean Robinson on the bench. Four keys. 
<laughs> um, I, I heard no key in terms of do you spy Kyler Murray or do you? That's a natural. That's a given. Or do you not spy Kyler Murray? I would want to make him. I think if you Gary's going to take his legs away because you can't afford to let Kyler get going on like running. I don't think he's that. I mean, he's accurate, but I don't think he throws the ball that well. Like everything yeah. he throws is like Madden routes. Yeah, Shit. he ain't throwing yeah. nothing in no window. You know what I mean? Like squeezing. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of breakdown plays where Kyler Murray shines. Exactly. I think the negating here's what has to be the negating factor to Sean to to Kyler Murray. The negating factor has to be the athletic the athleticism of TCU's defensive line. Yep. So I think if DF- TCU's defensive line on those obvious passing downs can, can, can negate and keep Kyler Murray in the pocket, force him to throw. Maybe we, keep, may, may, maybe we don't allow that OU magic to happen. I also think, too, I, I got to agree with you, it, I, or I'll go the opposite of you, not get off the field on third down, Find a way to find first downs on, on third down. Because I think TCU is going to have – Cumbie's at, at, at a real big disadvantage – not a disadvantage in this game, but Cumbie's got to figure out a way. Can we control the clock, move the ball three and a half yards, keep chunk – we don't have to get big chunk plays, but chunk plays we're getting four or five yards. Could get that defense in a, in, a, in a position where we have the advantage. And if we can do that, I think we can control the game. I just haven't seen TCU control the game. My other thing that I was thinking too today, driving home, who is TCU? Who's that one offensive player? It's been half a season. You knew in in, in 2015, Josh Dotson was our dude, right? Who is that? Do you see that TCU player? Or you you can go back down the line, Wayman James. You can go down the line with the running backs. Right now, I think you got uh, Jalen Rager is the dude. Yeah, but do you think he's the dude? Honestly, I mean, I, mean, I think he's a dude. That, saying that, that's the dude. That's third the dude. down. You're, you're looking hey, at Jalen Rager. Hey, you don't wear number one on your jersey for nothing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Alpha. You put Jalen at running back, he'd probably get more yards than what we're getting right now, just because he's hungry. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, uh, we our, quarterback, gotta... our, our quarterback sucks. Y'all hear me? I don't our quarterback know. play. Our quarterback play sucks. I'm not. I'm not ready to go that far. I don't think he sucks. I think it's growing pain. I didn't say he sucks. Our quarterback play sucks. Quarterback play. We yeah yeah. You would ask for more from the quarterback play. Um, man, I I just we we give a lot of games away with how much we give the ball away. Yeah, I you know can't win if you don't if you if you, if you giving giving away gifts. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to uh, <laughs> what's that? The coach of San Francisco, I forget his name, but Mike Singletary can't play, said, can't, can't play with him. Can't, can't play, play with him. him. Can't win with him. Won't win with him. Can't do it. Can't do it, man. I, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I, 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 I hate to put it all the onus all on the quarterback, but I think a lot. Of, I think some of it's got to be shared with that offensive line. Penalties, too many penalties will kill you. Too many, too many blown assignments yeah, will kill quarterback, you. Quarterback can make the end line look good just as much as they can make him look good. Yeah. You know, it's a mutual, mutual exclusive uh, agreement. All right, 
Well, let's go. Let's do this, Steve. What is Coach P preaching this week? I think we already kind of touched on it, but I'm gonna skip back back to the basics. Back to the basics. One eleventh. All you gotta do is one eleventh. One eleventh. One eleventh. Don't know how many other ways to say it. I think he's still preaching. I think he's preaching too. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. And uh, play within the system. Don't do too much. Don't do too little. Do your job. I think he's got to be preaching too. Kind of how you started off the podcast. Who wants it? Like who? Who wants to be the best in the Big Twelve? Not. And I'm not just talking. We lift in. We lift in heck of weights, and we go out on the night of championships, and like we lift in weights and stuff like that. But like, who really want? Who really wants to beat their man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like who? Who wants to come in and practice every day and say we're gonna we practice the way that we play? Because I look at a lot of plays and I'm just like, did they practice that? Did they? I, one that stands out of my mind, one-on-one coverage, Kevontae Turpin runs this uh, post route. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, a flag route. Gets the ball at the end zone, then runs a post route, gets the ball in the end, gets, gets the ball in the end zone. Why are we able to run that? We've got to be able to get those matchups all the time. I mean, like, who, who out here is like, hey, this dude is lined up on me. This is one-on-one coverage. Hey, Sean, it's me. I got you. Throw yeah. me the ball. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or or I got the edge, like, hey, if this offensive lineman, hey, I got this dude, I got this dude leveraged, run the ball past me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. who's that dude that wants it? You know? So I don't know, man. I, I, it, a lot to be desired. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm glad it's an early game. But, uh, hey, TC, we got to come in here. We got to come in here and protect this Carter. We got to come in here and protect this Carter. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, dang. I uh, I looked around the horn. I'll go over this. Uh, I don't know if you know, uh, Steve. Uh, the women's golf team had a record-setting day. Not today, but I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Today, today it got rained out. Nine under has a team in San Antonio. Something about the frogs joining San Antonio. We just we just ball out. Yeah. I wish uh, <laughs> I wish we could play the OU TCU game in San Antonio because it seems that like we just ball out when, when we're down in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, uh, women's soccer beat Kansas State this weekend, two to one on Sunday, and uh, good luck to the Big Twelve uh, or the uh, TCU cross country team. Big Twelve championships happened in Ames, Iowa this week. Um, also, shout out uh, TCU basketball player Kenrich Williams. Uh, made the made... roster. Yeah, dang, that's what's up, man. I'm excited for TCU basketball, man. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't moved on to TCU basketball, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, well, dang. Well, let's go into this, man. Predictions for the score. This is going to be tough. 21-12 Frogs. You think the Frogs hold OU to 12 points? Yes. Yeah. I'm somewhere with you. I don't think they hold them to 12 points, but but Coach P is going to have a game plan where we hold 16, OU. 21-16. 21-16. 21-16. 21-16. I think Coach P's got a game plan. Like he always does, excellency breeds breeds excellence. I think the defense is is really what's holding this TCU team together so far. The record doesn't see to it, but for all those that follow TCU football, we know the defense what the defense is doing and capable of doing. I think we hold them to twenty. I think we hold them to twenty three points, and I think we squeak by with a 27-23 win. Okay, I can see that. We got to get over twenty. 
If we get over 20, the offense, I think, is going to be rallying and, and we'll score. We might score. Here's where it is. Here's where it is. You ready for this? First team to 21 wins. I like that. I like that. First team to 21 wins. What cocktail are you drinking over there? That's a good That's a good prediction. That's a good prediction. I'm drinking that Tito's and soda water. You know. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> my, what cocktail my, are you drinking over there? My sponsors. While we're at it, let me just go ahead and thank Tito's. For constantly keeping us hydrated uh, with the podcast, as well as uh, shout out to Rush Street, where our alumni watching party goes down. Hey, question. How was the watching party last Thursday? Hey, the watching party, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. It was probably lit. I, I had to come home and watch that game by myself, man. <laughs> After work, I was like, this is too much. I got to come home and watch the game, man. I had, a, I had a stressful day at work. I came home and watched the game. Um, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. I don't know if Rush Street would still be a place. <laughs> I would have burnt that thing down. 17-14 to Texas Tech. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, but man. shout out to shout out to Rush Streets. Greg, Brian, they always they always hold us down. Um But yeah, man, I, I uh shout outs also to Pedialyte for, for waking everybody back up on the weekend. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right, man. Okay, well we got it. So I'm 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 going I'm going 27-23. You going 21-16. 21-16. I like I like those predictions. Yeah. You know we were we were halfway right with what Texas Tech was going to do. I mean, we knew we knew coach <laughs> was going to do his thing. All right. Well, I think it'll be an interesting game. OU with a new defensive coordinator, Lincoln Riley on the plays, Kyler Murray coming down to to G. Carter Amon G. Carter State. TCU, we got to protect the Carter man. Yeah, that's just what it is. Somebody, somebody's got to, somebody's got to get a backbone on that team. <laughs> Say they to do. Oh, you can't wait. They need a Bart Scott. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This is the game. If you get up for any game, you got to get up for Oklahoma coming to your yeah. coming to your campus. Saturday morning, nine o'clock. Horn, Horn Frog fans, that's where it's going on. Well, nine o'clock, uh, uh, Cali time. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's eleven o'clock Central Standard Time. But uh, I can't wait. Like you said, I can't wait. All right, let's hit them off with the uh, riff ramp, Steve. And, yes, sir. Uh, let's go, frogs, man. This week is. Well, let's go get this, man. I got bragging rights on the line. I got so many. <laughs> I got so many friends talking bullshit about the horn about about OU and the Horn Frogs going down. TCU, this is the week. This this could turn around the season, man. Six games left. Very Who wants true. it? Very Who true. wants it? I can't want it more than y'all want it. Right. I know Rip. that. Ram. Five. Zoo. Zoo. Licky. 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 Hey, you guys, you guys could have been anywhere you, in the world tonight, but you'd rather hey, be T- here with us. You, and because of that, we want to tell you thank T-C- you. TC, you, Horn Frost. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Bye. We out.